Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cross Media Show, episode 11. We are talking about, uh, blah, <laughs> Cobra Kai season three. <laughs> Sorry, I, my brain farted. Um, Cobra Kai season three review. Um, I have today with me Holland. How's it going, Holland? It's going good. Pretty excited good. about this. Yeah, me too. Uh, I also have Ryan with me. How's it going, buddy? Hey, doing pretty good. First episode of the year we're doing. Second episode. Second episode. Yes. Wow, God, I'm fast. I know, right? Um, we also have Saj. How's it going, Saj? Uh, it's going pretty good, man. I'm really excited for this review. I love the show. Yeah, me too. It's going to be very exciting. Um, and first time on the show, we have Jess. Jess, how's it going? Good, good, and uh, super excited uh, yes. to talk about the choppy, no choppy. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you are. Um, so let's go around. Sorry, before we go around, I should probably mention we. it's a new year for the penultimate conquest. We are doing some new shows this year. Uh, Ryan is having his own show, anime show. Where we're going to be reviewing some anime. He's super excited for that. Yeah, very excited. Um, me and Eric are hosting uh, MCU WandaVision review podcasts, I guess, where we're reviewing each episode of WandaVision. It's going to be really fun. And Eric is also bringing back the Destiny podcast, which I'm kind of excited for because it. I see Eric in his element and it's good to see Eric in his own element, you know, like he, he's very happy when he's talking about destiny. So I'm, I'm happy that we're bringing that back. Um, it's always good to see Eric happy. Yes, that is very true. Uh, let's get right into it. How insane was this to start the year of 2021 with such a great fucking season of Cobra Kai? (laughs) And they released it early. Yeah, they just dropped it. They yeah, were like, "Fuck awesome. it, we're gonna start. Co- we're gonna start 2021 off the right way and just release it to the internet." Yeah, exactly. And man, oh man, what a great fucking season, guys! It was fantastic. It was it was stressful. Yeah, it was so good. So good. Just, mm. Ryan, what did you think of Cobra Kai season three? God, I absolutely loved it. It was so good. It was intense in some moments, funny in others. Just how I like Cobra Kai. It was perfect. Fantastic. Absolutely. Saj, what about you? Uh, Same. I absolutely loved it. Um, It was exactly what I hoped for. Uh, A lot darker, but still had its goofy moments. Um, Great season finale. I can't wait till... uh, so let me see what's next. Yeah. It's going to be a long way until season four. And I, 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 I need it already. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jess, what did you think of Cobra Kai season three? So I had a lot of fun with season three, but I actually, uh, over the last week and a half is the first time that I've watched any Cobra Kai and I watched it just all in a row. Yes. How did you, what did you think? Um, you can really see where Netflix came in and was like, now you have money. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but aside from that, like I love, uh, I love the spirit of the show. I love the fight scenes. The choreography was great um, in all of them. And uh, I'm really excited to where they took it. This, I, I, I didn't see a lot of that stuff coming. Yeah. And it was really exciting. Absolutely. Um, I think this season i'm always hoping every time i see karate kid like they realize that both sides are like they had said in this uh season that there's three sides to the story there's your side my side and the truth and i i was always hoping for either of the karate kids to to really touch on that and the fact that they finally are like working as a team to take down freaking uh, Chris. 
yeah, it's just so fucking great, man. I am so hyped for season four, and I know it's a long way away, but I don't care. I'm still hype. I'm running this hype train as far as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I saw, um, I started watching Cobra Kai in November uh, when my friend, I, I mean, I've always heard of it, but I didn't really, I, I didn't really watch the Karate Kids growing up, uh, the kids, Karate Kid movies, sorry. That's all right. Um, so, you know, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to watch it. My friends, like, no, you have to watch the show. You don't need to see the movies because they basically flash back anything you need to know. Yeah. So, um, when I started watching it and I watched season one and two, I think since then I've just restarted and watched the show at least like four or five times. Like, like it was, uh, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, season three, um, yeah, they the, definitely the most intense one, um, and I love the direction it's going. Yes, me too, and I'm excited for whatever season four gives us, and I can't, I, I just can't wait. Holland, what did you think of season? Elaborate what you thought was the best part of season three. <laughs> um, I, there was a lot that I really enjoyed about it. I thought the premiere was really good and I it was painful this this show is so brutal it does not hold back with the violence um like you think it would so and then replaying Miguel hitting the stairs over and over and over throughout that first episode yep like it got to the point where we would think that they were about to show it and Carlos and I would just go, and we would just, like, bunch ourselves up waiting for the impact. And we're just like, can we stop with the, the crunching and the bone-breaking sounds? And, um, but yeah, I, I think, <laughs> oh, gosh, it was so bad. Like, every single um, time you hear it, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. Oh, and I was just saying that every single time I hear that back cry, it fills me a little bit inside. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> freaking horrible. And it's... Um, but there was, a, I think, one of my favorite episodes. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of Daniel's character. Okay. Like he's trying, he wants, you know, he's, I know he's like trying to do the right thing, but he's so like focused that his way is the only way. And so he ends up doing things the wrong way. It's just, he's, and he's like, oh, well, Mr. Miyagi did this. And it's like, you're not Mr. Miyagi. Like he had a different life experience than you, but not everything's going to translate for you. You have to find your own way. And, but so he's not my favorite character, but him going back to Okinawa and seeing the characters from the second movie, like it, uh, seeing his his old enemy and and seeing uh, the original Miyagi Do and everything, and um, the girl reading back Mr. Miyagi's letter, his little love letter that he had. Yep, the love letter broke me. I was sitting there just sobbing like a little baby and, and like, it just, it absolutely killed me. I thought it was beautiful. Um, there are just, there's so many good moments in this show and this season was incredible. And I saw Hawk, his little arc. I saw that like kind of happening and I was just like, Oh gosh, yes, please. I need you to stop what you're doing. You're down the wrong path. Please get out of it. Snap out of it. And like his situation with Dimitri in the old uh, like laser tag place mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, the snap, it's something yeah. that I'm always going to hear because it was just, it, it, it was so bad and brutal and you saw it just kind of mess with him and everything moving on, it just. I don't know. I'm really glad that we finally got to that thing that we all saw coming is that they were eventually going to have to join forces. And I'm so glad we got to see that in that final episode. And cause that, that finale was incredible. Mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I was not a big fan of Allie. 
um, I was talking some mad shit while we were watching that <laughs> okay. episode. Because whenever it was like, because when uh, Johnny got with Carmen and that finally culminated in them having their night, and I was like, he just got a message. It's going to be freaking Allie. She's going to be wanting to see him or something for some reason. And I was getting so mad. And then sure enough, that's what happens. And he goes out with her. And I'm like, when are you going to tell her? When are you going to tell her that you're seeing somebody? Like, I need you to stop with this nonsense. And then she was, Allie was being so messy when they got to that Christmas party. She's like, oh, yeah, well, I dated him. And then I dated him. And this is why. And. She was just. She was just being an instigator. <laughs> she was being an instigator, and it drove me absolutely batshit crazy. She was being an instigator, but also like I think it's what they both needed because they one, did absolutely need. Yeah, because they never they took a second. They never took a second to like realize like what the other one was going through. Mm-hmm. Like Daniel no, said, I agree. Yeah, Daniel said it himself, where he was like, "Oh, I I didn't know who she was. Like, I just met her on the beach. Like, I didn't know he was mm-hmm. she was dating this guy. I just met her on the beach, and then all of Karate Kid One happens. And what I <laughs> <laughs> what I liked about Allie was that she. I thought it was going to go where she and him get together and she moves back to uh, Rosita, Rosita. But I I'm, thought she was going to fuck up everything. I thought she was going to fuck up yeah, everything. Yeah, I also thought that, that, yeah. that too, but I'm glad that she didn't. I'm glad that she was the voice of reasoning where she was like, Johnny, don't be stupid. Like, go get the girl, you know? And she also, mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, made uh, Danny and... Johnny both realize, yo, you know what? Like, we're what we're really fighting for the same thing here. We just have different ways of looking at it. Yeah. And uh, she's like, maybe you guys are exactly the same, and maybe that's why you're not getting along. You both need to stop being so hard headed and uh, find a common ground. And then uh, that came with being, uh, you know, beating priests and uh, yeah. you know, getting rid of. Uh, Cobra Kai, and uh, yeah, I'm not denying that she had a very important role to kind of bring about that realization. And she had that line of like, "No, there's not one side and like his side and your side. It's his side, your side, and the truth." Yeah, that I'm not denying that she was integral for that part, and that like the hug between her and Johnny at the end of the night that was perfect i was like that's exactly what they needed right there she was very important for that but it took so like just i was i'm so like team carmen basically i guess you could say that i was just cringing the whole time i'm like oh i just need i just need him to stop i need him to just he's been in the past for so long not even knowing how to work facebook or a phone or you know not a computer whatever I was like, you are still in the past. I need you to get out. And she said, we can't live in the past. I was like, thank goodness this woman has some yeah. sense. He never like 100% moved on. And that was just the closure they needed for him to just realize like, hey, you know what? There's this other girl that I have, that I'm, I'm currently in love with. And I just held on to the love that we had for all these, what, I guess they said it was 30 years. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's always going to be that person for most people that, uh, you know, the one that got away and sometimes you don't get closure and it does bug people. And I'm glad that she was there to say, hey, you know what? We can't be living in the past. Um, and you have somebody, you, know, you have you have something good going on now. You should pursue that. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, I really enjoyed the whole Christmas party scene because you have this outside perspective of Allie coming in who has no idea what's going on, is getting the, the TLDR of like, oh yeah, they're at war. <laughs> you know, and it's just yeah. like, oh, what? And have, these boys. <laughs> uh, can I just say something really quick? Is that Amanda uh, LaRusso is the one real adult in the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, 100%, 100%. 100%. 
<laughs> she is my like favorite. Every... Oh, She's like, Sam. She's just so funny. Let's try and settle this yeah. without karate for once. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But, but I also yeah. really enjoyed, because the entire time that this stuff has been happening, I've been like, how about someone call the cops? Maybe let's get the cops. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then she actually goes that route, and he cuts her off, and is like, oh, no, I already did that, and you've got a restraining order now. Yep. <laughs> her then, um... outburst in the <laughs> city council meeting was so good. It made me so like oh, I felt so bad for her, but it gave me like this kind of little joy. I was like, oh, this is this is such a great little comedic moment, even though it's like a serious thing and I hate Chris's face because he's oh, just such too. a pain. I, but... I, I watched I watched what ensued with some people uh while we were chatting on the PlayStation chat. Um and every single time Chris came on, I was just talking shit the entire time. Same with Tori. I just I just I was making things. I was saying things that made no sense, but they were insults. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I hate them both. <laughs> I feel. I, I wanted to like Tori. Oh yeah. I thought it too. was cool that we got Crease's backstory finally. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Like seeing how he descended into madness. Mm-hmm. But I also, mm-hmm. I, I also like that we're going back to Karate Kid Three's uh, plot where he calls in an old friend and he's like, I need you to do me a uh-huh. favor. I have a feeling he's just going to do, it's going to be Karate Kid 3 all over again, where he just tells his friend to uh, sign up for the uh, tournament. And they're going to be like, well, there's no actual legal clause where you have to be 18. And it's just going to be insane. <laughs> no, beat up the grizzled war, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like, um, well, I mean, this season took it back to Karate Kid too, so I could definitely see it going to three next season. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and chosen in this season was phenomenal. Uh, yes, he, he did. He did such a good job of being just like this serious yet comedic guy. Like especially when uh, Danny's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go get a drink." He's like, "No, I'm gonna get it." Like just such an angry way, and then. Uh, you know, uh, and then there's also, okay, so off topic from Chosen, but uh, one thing I noticed and what I really appreciate, and I think a lot of people didn't notice this, is that um, first season, obviously, Johnny and Danny didn't really change their opinion, you know. But, you know, Johnny, it's no mercy for uh, Daniel. It's um, defense only. And then you notice in season two, Johnny's like, oh, well, it's sometimes good to show mercy you should should some show some mercy and some honor and in season three you realize that daniel because he went to uh the miyagi do dojo and learned uh, all that kind of stuff yeah uh, and then and then crease says oh this defense thing is only gonna last you so long he's like it's a good thing that's not what all about that's that's not what i have to do anymore yeah so you kind of see you kind of see them separately starting to like merge as a type of karate and i think that's what's gonna uh make them teaming up successful is that you uh you know johnny realizing that okay you should show some mercy and daniel's saying okay well you don't always have to do karate for just defense yeah and it's it kind of gives them a little middle ground instead of them going to be you know being argumentative all the time because of it Absolutely. I think that, like you had said, when he went to Japan, first off, I'm going to say it right now, I honestly thought he was going to forget about his wife and definitely do things with Kimiko. Oh, oh, with Kimiko? Yeah. That was another one where I was like, excuse me, are you going to, like, what are you doing? I These guys with these old flames, I yeah. was like, y'all both have women right now who are very level-headed very mm-hmm. adult, very good. And I'm not, say, not saying that these other ones, other women are not. Like, I love Kimiko, but I was just like, I was like, what do you, stop, stop. Like, do you remember? You have a wife she, back home. She literally said, yeah, nobody yeah, has ever compared. <laughs> okay. <Yes. laughs> and I was just like, oh, okay. Is Something's going to happen here. And then I like how they tied it back to um, just uh, the the my favorite chosen part was when he shows th- demonstrates the uh, the pressure points and he goes in for the kill and then he just grabs 
his nose. <laughs> just honks it. So hard. And I'm like, oh, great. This is fantastic. Like, uh, you get to see a side of Chojin that you never get to, that you never got to see before. Yeah. And, and it was, yeah. It, it, it was just really side great. You never expected to see. Exactly. You never expected to see it. I, yeah, I burst out laughing and it took me a minute. I was like, I was not ready for that. I was not prepared. That was beautiful. Yeah. Really great. Ryan. Also, you know, just him showing up to the town and it being a shopping center. Yeah. Just a priceless oh. moment. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> it kind of like killed me a little inside where I was like, damn. Oh, Okinawa is still beautiful. Um, I, I've always wanted, I've been in Japan twice, but not Okinawa, but I've seen a lot of friends with pictures and they, it's still beautiful. There's just where he was going. There happened to be a, mall that got built over it <laughs> yeah because if you remember in in uh the second one it, nobody knew where this fucking town was and it was right next to the uh the army base and it, i just I, i'm glad that it's no longer like oh we don't know where this is like it, it's a popular place but i'm also kind of saddened that it's a freaking mall yeah he's yeah, just like a small definitely. yeah kind of sucks but it's okay. Yeah. I, I do like the the uh, story, the storyline that happened in Japan, which is really good. Oh, and you could see Yuna again. Yeah, which was insane. Completely saved. Which, saved his- yeah, I was like, all right, this is a bit of a stretch, but I'll allow it just because, like, once, the craziness. Once, yeah. yeah, the craziness of this <laughs> universe. <laughs> um, Ryan, what was something that you your favorite part of the season? Oh, my favorite part of the season. Probably just the whole storyline with Hawk of him going deeper down and starting to question the Cobra Kai teachings to then at the end teaming up with Dimitri being friends again and joining that. Yep. That's probably one of my favorite parts of the season was just seeing his storyline. Another one that also really appreciated throughout this one was just a lot of the uh, the rehab scenes for Miguel and Johnny and just watching their relationship grow and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Him just helping him out for the entire way and not really knowing how fantastic. to help him. Yeah, they were fantastic on screen together. That's all it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just, that was probably my two favorite parts of the show this season. Yeah. Uh, and anything in the final episode because that was just a hell of a finale. Oh, yeah. It really was. The Christmas music laid in with the fighting scene. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. I hate Christmas music, but I was like, this is so whoa. cool. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You hate Christmas music. I, I really do. You didn't put this in your <laughs> application, okay? I'm going to have to <laughs> rethink. <laughs> yeah, it was like a combination of the hallway scene. I kept these things hidden. <laughs> Is. There's something about someone just getting their face kicked in to Christmas music that just works. <laughs> it, it <laughs> really I also, there was one part that really ticked me off where they just like pretty much like break and enter, break in to uh, the house and just start kicking ass. Like you brought nine guys. That's not okay. fucking fair at all. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know, like, y'all are having trouble with this whole going to the police thing, but it's like, that was full-on breaking and entering. They came to your house and assaulted y'all. Like, yeah. just because they broke was in on, was with on. a friend. They they threw him through a window. That poor kid, Bert. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Bert. He gets his ass handed to him left and right. I love his little rivalry with the other kids. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly so, like, what you're talking about. Earlier season, well, what I, was it first or second season, when they're like showing, I think it was at Moon's party. Yep. And they're showing everyone opposite of like who their best friend was and now they're on different teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah, we've got like that one really like tall dude with the other tall dude. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we see the little nerd and I'm like, who is he gonna and they show the other little nerd? I'm like, absolutely so that like joke carrying i'm sorry i was gonna say that 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 little gag throughout the the series 
has been so good. And it's just, it gets me and Carlos every time we see it. We we die. We're just like, oh, it's a, probably one of our favorite parts of the entire series has been their little rivalry back and forth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like in, in season two when they're fighting, you can see they have like the technique, but they're so young that like none of the none of their punches or kicks are having any impact. I, I laugh every time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, one of the things that always drove me nuts. Because they're trying. Them, them and uh, the other set of friends. I'm like, you guys have literally no reason to be fighting except that you're on different sides because you decided. To. Oh, the two or big guys? <laughs> Which, them, yeah. Them, yeah, yeah. They were friends. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then, um, yeah. Yeah. No. All good stuff. Yep. Sash, what was your uh, favorite? One of your favorite parts of the season? Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, I don't know where to start. Um, I think my favorite part of uh, the part that got me the most was definitely the letter. Yeah. Um, but uh, favorite arc, say, um, probably Hawks. Also, it's like you know him actually breaking Dimitri's arm and he's starting like he really just starts to uh, realize he's like why did I do that to my only genuine friend all, all of his other friends are his friends because he's in Cobra Kai there's no there's no um, realism to that friend the, those friendships yep um, so I liked that a lot and then uh, I do want to say one thing though I love the season finale for season three but i think i like the season finale for season two a little bit better i liked the hallway scene a little bit better and the scenes at the school better yeah and it, uh the, the ending did not hit me as hard at um i mean season three's ending did not hit me in the feels as hard as season two that one that was a like a really intense one yeah but, um yeah that's uh yeah, uh, the, the, to answer your question, the letter definitely. Okay. For sure. Yeah, that letter. I, I, they knew what they were doing when they put wrote that letter in, and I'm glad that they yeah. did because it was like one final moment for Daniel and Miyagi to have. Well, not for Daniel to see Miyagi in a different light, but also like find out what he truly meant to him. And I'm sure he knew what he meant to him, but like in yeah. Miyagi's words, you know, which was great. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to want, also wanted to uh, mention the whole uh, Robbie arc. Like it's very Anakin like, but um, during the scene where Johnny was pretty much kicking uh, Kreese's ass, yeah, and then and then Kreese, you know, snuck up behind him because he Johnny was making sure Robbie's okay, and you start to hear. The crack in uh, Johnny's uh, Johnny's neck. I, I honestly thought Johnny was going to die in that finale. Yeah, really, I thought I thought yes. he was going to break his neck, um, and I I I was fully expecting it. And luckily, Dan, uh, Daniel kicked in, and uh, you know, quite literally, and yeah, saved him, <laughs> saved him. Uh, akin yeah. to what you just said there, I was also of things like I was expecting that didn't happen. I was expecting in the final fight between uh, Daniel's daughter and uh, God, what's the other girl's name? I can never think of it. Tori. Tori. Yeah, Tori. Tori. Thank you. With a Y. In their fight, I thought they were going. To, she was going to end up using uh, the technique Daniel learned in Japan, the secret technique of the pressure points. Yeah, I don't. Think I was expecting that the entire though. fight. I yeah, she, ever learned that. I she didn't learn it. That. I was expecting it to be this like a thing that we didn't would get a flashback to her learning it, like the day her and her father went fishing or something. Yep, mm. like it was never shown on screen till it got used then. Yeah, that would have actually yeah. been really good if they had done that. Yeah, that's something I was expecting. Yeah, oh, another thing I liked. Though. I think that to be used like next season. Yep. Another thing I liked a lot was like was what uh, Ryan was saying is that. Uh, you know his his rehab and all that kind of stuff, and how he was tapping his foot was such a heartwarming moment because you know he was there just to have fun, and they made more progress than they did when actually trying. Yep. Uh, and 
you know, that was just so genuinely heartwarming, and you could see how happy he was. And then um, at the end, when he was fighting, uh, I'm trying to remember the Asian dude's name. Um, Kyler. Kyler. And then Kyler was like, oh, you know, what kind of kick is that? And you're thinking in your head, well, he was on his, on, he, was, he was off his legs for so long, so he has atrophy. But then you kind of find out later on is that he, he grew those muscles back, probably. Yeah. And you just, you just, when, as soon as he was kicking ass with his legs again, you're like, oh, all he really needed was the confidence to do it again because he probably lost that confidence when he couldn't, um, you know, hit the frisbee during practice. Yeah. And he just, it was all on his head. And I really like mm-hmm. that. Uh, that's what he, that's when he said at the end of the fight, thanks for the motivation. And I thought that was really, really cool. But also, yeah, like, pretty- what kind of a name is Kyler, you know? <laughs> It's either Kyle yeah, or yeah. something else. <laughs> yeah, it's our Tyler. You can't yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kyler. It definitely is. And yeah, I feel like I actually don't like Hawk just because like his story arc went a little too far for me. But I mean, it is what it is. I prefer Dimitri's story arc this season, which is great because like he ended up with the popular girl which yes. is great i was like yeah fuck yeah man go for it oh yeah his, his confidence in this in this uh season is completely opposite of what uh, it's been yeah yeah you see he's confident he's you can even see he's standing up more straight uh you know he's just he always had that karate in him and he just was so neurotic and nervous and just was not confident at all no, so he didn't. He was like a late bloomer, I guess you could say. Which is fine. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, when when Hawk and him team up, it was super epic. Yeah, I loved that. Um, yeah, but with uh, yeah, the whole thing with uh, Hawk is it's it's tough for me because Hawk is is a likable character after that, but I hated him when he became Hawk. He was cool as Eli. Yes. So very shy, mm-hmm. and then uh, all that. But I will say one thing that re- was really satisfying for me. I don't think it's a ve- I don't know if everybody was satisfied with that moment. Was when he like punched the shit out of uh, that bigger dude that um, was Kyler's friend at the dojo. Yeah, uh, that was that, that was, was so nice. satisfying. Oh. That was so satisfying for me because that guy was such a douche to Miguel in the first season. And he was just so obnoxious, and I was just like, "Damn, uh, Hawk, Hawk just completely destroyed him." Uh, yep. It was satisfying. When he came back up with his hands bloody. I was like, yeah. "Too much, yeah, too much." Brutal. Yeah. Um, but I mean, oh. oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna. It's say all that. you. I've talked enough. <laughs> yeah, sorry. The, the Dimitri Hawk. Where they circle up and they start fighting back to back, like felt very Avengers to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> that same like, ah, yes, they're finally doing it. <laughs> you know, Second and Dimitri's been <laughs> exactly yeah, uh, and Dimitri's been such a frustrating character because you feel like he's standing in his own way. Yep. <clears throat> and so to see him finally like capable was ah, uh, that felt good. Yeah, I, I I think uh, what was most frustrating was in season two where he's learning karate and he's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I do this? Why is it wax on, wax off? If I'm like, bro, just fucking pay attention to what <laughs> he's teaching you. Like he's teaching you like, karate. Like just let him let him teach so you. Fu- he's, so, he's so funny, but he's so frustrating yeah at the same time oh god <laughs> like I, I love in, i love in season one where he like first goes into the dojo and then he's like you mean rose and, and then uh after that uh, he's like okay if, if someone hits you in the nose what do you do like call the police <laughs> yeah like, why are you i'm like why are you going to karate class then, dude? <laughs> oh man um so you guys had said your favorite characters i i honestly think i'm still with um, Johnny as my favorite character, which is kind of weird because um, I don't know if you guys know this, but How I Met Your Mother did a whole thing where they 
really hit with, oh, Johnny's actually the main character and and um Daniel just came in and stole his girl and like became the bully. Which changed the story for me. Like now I I've, I've always before that I always saw like, oh yeah, Daniel's Daniel's doing what he's doing. He like he's doing the right thing. He's just like you know, he's trying to defend himself. But after that How I Met Your Mother episode and like whatever How I Met Your Mother did with the Karate Kid, I feel like I've grown up and I've realized like, oh shit, Daniel's in the wrong. And like somebody had said it in uh, throughout, I think it was the first episode. Uh, I'm not really sure. I think it was the uh, school meeting where uh, they were like, Somebody had said, "Oh, hey, did you steal his girl?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah! It's about time somebody said it. Yeah. It is about time." Um, <laughs> some do you remember yeah. the grudge from thirty years ago? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I liked Hawk's thing, like his his growth and seeing him do that. But Johnny is my favorite character. Yeah, and I keep mentioning that. To, to Carlos so I'm like like at this point he can do no wrong I was like I just love him it's and <laughs> it's just he can absolutely do wrong he does wrong all the time yes. but he has grown so much and he's trying so hard and I think that's why I was so mad at Allie coming in mm-hmm. whenever like he was finding this finding kind of this situation, situation with Carmen it was just I I was like okay I need her I don't mess with Johnny. Don't mess with my Johnny. He's, I love him. He is my absolute favorite character. When I, I also thought he was going to die in mm-hmm. the season finale. And I was like, no, 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 no. I can't hear, have you this. You hear the crack and I'm like, please. Oh, I thought he was going to come up and stab him. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was going to out of the size. I was like, oh, no, I can't. I can't watch this. And so I was getting, like, really, really worked up. So I was like, if Johnny dies, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep watching this show. <laughs> so I was just going to be so mad. Yeah, I thought he was going to He's my favorite. Like, cra- like, about to crack his neck. You could hear, like, the neck, like, making the sound. And I'm like, please do not kill off Johnny. You That's know? the last <laughs> thing we need. Can't have a Cobra yeah, exactly. Kai show without jo- Johnny Lawrence. Exactly. William Bepka has been a treasure through this whole thing. Yes. He has played this character so brilliantly to be this kind of, like he's a time capsule just out of, out of place, out of time. And it's, oh, it's, he's, he's brilliant. And I, I love him so much in this, in this role, like being revamped and everything. Yeah. I like what yeah. you said earlier, Ruben. Um, I mean, like, I mean, TLDR, like they, it's just it just goes to show that there's a, there's two sides to each story, you know. Um, you know, he had in the first Karate Kid, he had Crease forcing him to fight dirty and stuff like that, and then yeah. um, uh, Dan, Danny was just you know he was doing what he had to do. Um, but yeah, it's, it, there's a two, there's two sides to each story, and then this show does a really good job of showing um, Johnny's side. Yeah. It was, you know, exactly like what you said when Neil Patrick Harris said in uh, uh, in How I Met Your Mother, where he's like, "Oh no, he's the he's the good guy." He, yeah, he was the, he was the good guy. <laughs> and then and then Ted's just like, "Are are we talking about the same movie here?" <laughs> Which I still believe like that was the inspiration for this show. Um, <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it, 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 according to the the writers, no, that's not the case. Like they were thinking of this way before How I Met Your Mother did it. But I'm not buying it. I'm still thinking How I Met Your Mother was the inspiration for the show, which is great. I, I love that conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Miguel is gonna be my favorite until he's off the show, because mm. I mean, the very first one. The very first episode where he's getting, you know, being all sweet and like, hi, I just moved here. <laughs> he's, just like, he's like, oh, great, another relief. I was like, like this oh, is actually, now my son. Riverside? <laughs> 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 I was like, this is now my child and uh, I'm going to uh, adopt him and uh, don't hurt him. Yeah. So 
when he broke his back, I was crushed. Yeah. <laughs> one of the heart, one of the heartwarming moments uh, in season two is when he was when they were at that uh, burger place, and it was just kind of like a genuine moment for Johnny, where he's like, you know, he basically said like, I want what's best for you, like. You know, in his own way, he was saying like you're my, you're like a son to me. Yeah. You know, and it's in his very, you know, in his very Johnny Lawrence type way, uh, and that was really cool. So, I think one part of the show that I I'm not a fan of is the whole Robbie situation. Like, it's either shit or get off the pot. Anakin. It's not even going full Anakin. It's just like either shit or get off the pot. Like either you accept that your father has changed or like you, you want Daniel to be I, a father I, figure for you. Like pick one. Yeah. I, I hated that. Like, I mean, you know, he, he was mad at Johnny because he didn't show up to the visitation, the, the visiting thing. Because he was taking care of Miguel, and then yeah. he got mad. He's like, "Oh, you chose Miguel over me." It's like, dude, you kicked him over a rail. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what? <laughs> like what? Where? What? What am I doing wrong? It's your, you know. Like I, I understand you're frustrated and dumb, but I had, you know, this uh, some, you know, someone who I have interacted more intimately with than you. I wouldn't say that. I would say that it's like. No, no, no. But I, I get, I get what you're saying. But I, I feel like it's more of like I've already screwed things up with you. I can't possibly screw things up even more. So like, let me try to take care of this new relationship where he actually looks up to me, and I haven't disappointed him his entire life. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, regardless, like, I, I just don't like that. That's the reason. That um, that Robbie hates like, hates him so much to the fact that he feels like he needs to go to Crease instead of him. Yeah, absolutely. That's what pissed mm-hmm. me off. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, completely and I agree. Feel like Robbie really swung. Uh, he swung through a bunch of extremes because he was very hardcore about Cobra Kai doesn't change. You're a bad person, etc. And it's like, bro, weren't you stealing things like six months ago? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, like, instantly turned. Yeah. <laughs> I, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I think um, I was thinking about this uh, earlier today. That really, this whole show—it's like pretty much all of the adults are just so stuck in the past, and they can't figure their shit out. And it's bringing all these kids in. But the biggest thing is that all we're seeing is a bunch of kids who just want an adult who will listen to them. Yeah. That is all any of them want. And we're seeing that again and again and again with each and every one of them, that they just want someone like, and it's, it doesn't work with Sam and, and uh, Daniel because he doesn't really listen to her. No, he will hear her, but he doesn't have like that, he doesn't slow down and he doesn't have that connection where he like really, really takes in what she's saying to him. Whereas whenever uh, Miguel talks to Johnny, he feels like he is heard or whenever for a while, when Robbie would talk to Daniel, he felt heard. And when Hawk was talking to Johnny and then crease, and that's all any of these kids want is an adult to listen to them. And unfortunately, all of the adults who are listening to them are screwballs who cannot stop fighting each other. Yeah. Other than Amanda. <laughs> other than Amanda. She is the queen. Yes. She's my favorite uh, favorite character, to be honest, because she's funny and just like the complete opposite of Daniel a little bit. Like, I, I wanna, uh, one of the moments I laughed my ass off and that was actually in season two was when uh they were at the restaurant and um uh the the hostess was like oh is there gonna be a problem and she just so casually says oh yeah they have what warrants karate dojos can i get a drink (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah that was a great moment (laughs) (laughs) and she was just saying it like she's just like yeah i'm just i'm I'm here to babysit 
and that's that's it, you know. A bunch of two year olds um, is what she's there for. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, yeah. In, in, in season three, she's also really, really funny. Like, you know, when she's at the uh, the um, police station and uh, he uh, the guy's talking about how uh, Chris was in the army and he's a veteran and he should be highly respected. And she's like, I don't give a shit if he has 50 purple star- uh, or 50 purple, purple hearts. hearts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Like she just, she's just like so over it, and she's yeah, I, she's my favorite character. And then my second, I mean, my second favorite character is uh, Miguel, just because uh, he's just got a really good moral compass, and uh, you know, even he just tries, he tries to do what's right. Uh, I mean, he could have easily broken Robbie's arm, yeah, um, in at the end of season two, and he he stopped and said, "I'm sorry," and you know. And then you know what happens to the, the well, crack. I kind of also think like he had he known that Robbie was going to probably push him <laughs> off the stairs, he probably yeah. would have broken his arms. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah. know I would have. Well, he got mad this season at Johnny. He's like, I, I listened to you. I showed mercy. Yep. Um, and this is the things I get. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, I trusted you, and you know, it. That was. And then he's like, just leave. And I was just like, oh, man, this is just so heavy. Yep. Um, which made all those um, successful moments with him with his legs so much more um, satisfying. And, uh, you know, made, made you make so it was more heartwarming. Yes. To, to see him be able to walk again, uh, yelling at um, Johnny. Uh, because he's like, no, you're the one who's quitting, and then, yeah, you know, like he, you'd see that he's got a good moral compass. He was trying to help Johnny at the same time. He's just as strong as Johnny said he was. Yep. Was, Which is really great. Um, before we wrap up the show, is there anything else we wanted to talk about, Jess? Anything you wanted to uh, mention? You know, we haven't really talked much about Tori. Um, and she is awful. Like, I'm not going to pretend like she's not. That bitch. <laughs> awful in the way that a teenage girl who's dealing with a lot of stuff um, is awful, you know? So yeah. I'm willing to give her... Th- and also is kind of an anime villain. Like, But, like, you know. she is an anime villain, but also, like, I, I kind of get, like, where she's coming from. Like, she's got the shit end of the stick. Like, even... Robbie, who did the worst of the worst, like, yes, she may have started it, but I feel like Robbie definitely almost killed a guy. (laughs) And I I think she got the shit into the stick. Like, um, yeah, she shouldn't have started the fight, but also, like, I don't see why there's need for probation for her to start a school fight. People fucking start school fights all the time. And. Not like that, though. <laughs> yeah, but like she didn't know she it was going to go that way. A, she attacked a, a a school counselor or whoever. Oh yeah, and that's, that's right. How she took over the mic and she brought like she brought a weapon into it. She yeah, had the spikes. And yeah. She brought a weapon. Was that, that was a necklace. It was a. You know what? We, I know we could not have those at school because it was considered yeah. a weapon, Absolutely. and for that very reason, for the yeah. it was the spikes, and, and so, like, you know, but I'm at the same time, yeah, looking at her, she has a sick mom, which I can totally relate to. It absolutely wears you down, especially when you're taking care of your siblings, yeah, it's a lot of work and it's really hard. And then to add on top of that, she was being targeted by that creepy old yeah. landlord yeah. the entire time. I, she yeah. has every right to be angry. I just wish Crease had not been the savior. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I feel like things could have been so, you know, things could go such a different way for her. And it's, but that's kind of the thing. It's everything can go such a different way if for anyone in any kind of circumstance. It just kind of, you have to choose your path with what you have and more like she basically had four paths johnny daniel crease or leave karate behind and figure something else out yeah yeah and then um yeah there's i mean just the, yeah that's the common theme here is like you know 
but it's bullying and it's wanting an adult to listen. And for her, unfortunately, Crease was the one, the only one that she thought would listen to him or her. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, you know that's that's what kind of put her on even a darker path uh, than she already yeah. had. So, um, you know, and having to take care of her mother and all that. Um, I do like how Miguel called her out and said, "You didn't visit me even once." And then she and then she went back to the fight and she's like, oh, "I just felt so bad that I started the fight and this this and, and she you know Miguel's like, "I don't care about the fight, you know I cared about us. And you didn't even see me. You didn't you didn't not even you not even once. And uh, you know, the kind of um, thing was heartbreaking because you just didn't uh, she you could just see that her morals were completely different than Miguel's and then. Miguel's like, well, I'm. No one else got hurt. I'm the one in the wheelchair. Yeah. So it was. That was an emotional. Was and then Miguel's thing in there's, you could have done something, but you decided to do nothing. But yeah. also, mm-hmm. like, I can't kind of really blame her for not visiting Miguel because as a socially awkward person, I can't really see how uh, me starting that conversation hey yeah i'm sorry i started the fight that ended up with you not almost losing the ability to walk like i just don't see that conversation going well for her at all like i'm sure her mom his mom probably would have flipped the fuck out yeah that's very true yeah sorry jess i kept i cut you off yeah, that was being biased. Yeah, I was just—I don't think I was. No, um, her and Robbie are—you know—they had the most kind of disappointing arcs, I guess I would say. Yeah. Because you just don't want them to go down that path, and they do it anyway, and it's a bummer. But they're also teenage boys, well, two teenage kids with like not great um, situations, yeah. and uh, you know, technically. You know, we could have seen Miguel or Hawk go down those routes. And the fact that they didn't, like, you see that kind of divergence is really, like, it's a silly, ridiculous show that's got a lot of anime stuff happening. But at the same time, they do a lot of really cool things. I think, the, I think that's why I enjoy it so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Very anime to, to an extreme, like, extreme situations that are somewhat hyperbolic, but you can't get you can't look away absolutely uh, i i still stand by by saying like i'm hoping season 4 comes out next year january 1st just because like, be cool. it's such a great way to start off the new year like again i'm very hype i'm very like fuck yeah let's do this and i hope that's how next year starts hopefully we're not in a you know pandemic still but you know <laughs> yeah. yeah we shall see we shall see anybody else want to bring up anything <laughs> um, I, I can't decide if I'm glad or not that they didn't I, I wonder if Miguel's recovery was a little too fast oh yeah probably oh, um, I was going to bring that up yeah um, yeah uh, Oh, no, I was just going to – because at the end of season two, um, as soon as it ended, we're like, oh, no, like, do you think – like, what do you think happened to him? And, oh, you think he's going to end up in a wheelchair? Is he going to have, like, um, uh, Legend of Korra, like, Avatar Korra's, like, you know, where she has to kind of go through therapy and, yeah, kind of figure out how to get her legs under her again and but also work through the trauma and are we going to have that? story in there and I was kind of hoping for that and I mean like I was in a wheelchair for two years and I just wasn't really I was like it sucks when you're in it it and so was was it like nerve damage though or was it something else mine yeah uh I have lupus so it was just yeah, it was just general illness and and not really being able to walk around under my own power. And so just coming from that perspective, I was looking at this wheelchair 
be just such a prop for two seconds and not really seeing like we saw PTSD and this trauma with Sam because every time Tori came up, she, you know, she had a full on panic attack and it was genuine, genuine Mm -hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder. And I was like, get that girl help. Mm -hmm. And then with (laughs) Miguel, it, we didn't see that. He was barely in the wheelchair. It seemed he didn't really have any trauma from being kicked off a second floor balcony and hitting a pole and then hitting steps on his back. Like he's got to have trauma for that. And why, like I, the show was just going so quickly. We didn't get to really explore that. And I just don't really know how I feel about that because we're seeing trauma and stuff in these other characters and just not, not in him. And so, I don't know. I just, I felt, I was almost, I almost felt like the wheelchair. I don't know. It just, it, disrespectful i guess maybe i don't know i I wasn't a huge fan all right so i'm gonna chime in on that so as far as nerve damage goes i've actually had nerve damage all over my arm before and so i couldn't Mm -hmm. feel any of it um and i couldn't move it at all for about three months and the thing with nerve damage that i that my specialist said at the time was that the thing with nerve damage is that uh when uh, you don't know like it it could be especially for the arm it could be one week or up to six months that you have this nerve damage but once you start like once you're able to twitch something on command it like it happens really fast so after like a week and a half of me first being able to twitch my finger just even like just even a little bit it healed within like a week and a half like nothing happened i obviously obviously had some atrophy muscle atrophy but like other than that it had um it just happened so quickly but the healing process didn't start till three months and like I, and then like my i said that the my specialist said it could be it could have been one week that could have happened where you could start feeling stuff or it could it be six months from now so like i think miguel got the lucky end of the stick and since as soon as he saw that he was tapping his foot i think it all mm-hmm. his all of his nerve damage just healed quickly because of that but it could have taken longer obviously but you know he he got lucky especially because of the surgery um but i do agree with you on the mental trauma 100 percent uh he fell Mm -hmm. off a balcony um he you you'd think he'd have some sort of ptsd from that um him seeing robbie the, the first thing he did was somewhat confront him when they were in the backyard and he saw um, Sam and Miguel doing their little dance or whatever. And, uh, (laughs) you know, Um, so, yeah, as far as mental trauma, I I 100% agree that he he should should have, you know, been a little bit more shaken up. But as far as the nerve damage goes, you know, I, I think it was realistically quick. After the I think, yeah. After after the foot tap with, ugh, why did D Snyder have to be there? <laughs> what was the He's the greatest rocker of all time? <laughs> what was the time? Frame I made the mistake of watching Strange Land. Yeah, that's what I'm trying. Oh, um, I think I could find that for you. Give me a sec. It ends at Christmas and it starts up when they get back to school from so of like summer. four months, so from yeah, August to December. Four months, yeah. okay. Because I've been trying to figure that out. For them. like, it felt like it was moving fast, but it was also like, at least in the first couple episodes when he was still in a coma and stuff, mm-hmm. it'd be like two week jumps at a time and stuff. Yeah, they they did time jumps for sure. They had to have. Yeah, absolutely. It's been real ambiguous with it, so. Yeah, I'm like. Has it been like four weeks or like four months? I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dimitri's arm was broken for like an episode and a half. Yeah. It just. Then he I has totally, a sling. I totally love. Yeah. When, it yeah just... when Yasmin like signs the penis and, and it like totally like it totally like, changes the vibe where it's like thanks. <laughs> yep. And she's like, "Let's stop making." Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they made it a thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, they definitely made out. Yeah. <laughs> after that. 
which is great. I think I think Dimitri is the real of uh, the real winner this season. I guess his confidence <laughs> went up so much that, like, you know, it goes to show. You know, he's like he's like not scared to go talk to her because I, I remember in the first season where I I laughed my ass off during this. So this is it's when Miguel first sat at uh, their table. Yeah. I would. I was like, I would kill you both just for her to spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, pretty great. Show. Yeah. Good way to end the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's do some plugs before we uh, sign off here. Um, Holland, anything to plug? Um, I am Grizzly Expressions on Instagram and on Twitter. Sorry, what was it on Twitter? You cut out. Holland Mahoney Jr. Okay, cool. And I'll plug that I turn 29 tomorrow. Yes, congratulations. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. And my dad turns 50, so. Okay. (laughs) Happy birthday to him. Um, Ryan, anything to plug? Uh, I'll be plugging my Twitter, which I'm pretty sure is above me if I remember how we do these things. Yep, that's right. And that is RyanTheLion3055 for okay. whatever I'll be up to, which will soon be the upcoming anime podcast. Yes. Do you have a, any awesome. idea when we're starting that? Time frame. You know? I expect first episode next week. Oh. oh, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Sash, anything to plug? Uh, no, not really. I mean, like, if you want to follow me on Instagram or uh, Twitter, it's the same as uh, what the Sash and Squarepants, the way it's spelled on the screen, you know, on the bottom left. And then, uh, yeah, say, and then same with uh, PSN and Xbox. So if you always want. Cool. Okay, that's you can do that. But that's it. Okay, cool. Jess, anything you want to plug? Uh, well, I'm at Kikio fifteen oh six basically everywhere, uh, including Xbox and PlayStation. Although I don't play PlayStation much, but if you want to add me, maybe one day. Uh, that's upsetting. And I, <laughs> I will be back uh, for other sh- episodes. Yes. But I don't know. If- Announced yet. Yes, they have the Hamilton podcast. Awesome. We are doing uh, the twenty first of January, which is very, very exciting. Cool. Very exciting. I can't wait for this. Oh God, that's all I listen to now. Uh, on my way home, on my way to work, at work is just Hamilton, and I'm okay with that. My life has become Hamilton, and that's okay. Late, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to plug our new content that is going up. Like Ryan said, new episode of the, well, first episode of the anime podcast is going up next week. Um, the penultimate episode. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> what, penultimate is the, the second to last. <laughs> The, what was going to be the name of the anime podcast? The anime, oh god, the anime uh, podcast is going to be called Anime Nation, right, uh, Ryan? I think. Yeah. Okay. okay, we're sticking with that. Um, me and Eric are doing our Marvel Mondays podcast where we're talking about reviewing every WandaVision episode at the Monday after it airs, which is going to be great. And Eric is I will, also. I will. I'm sorry. I was saying I will very much want to be on one of you those episodes. Okay. I'll let you know when you you can jump on. And um, Eric is also bringing back his Destiny podcast, which is supposed to be quarterly, but I think he said he wants to do it, you know, more often, which is fine by me. Like I said before, Eric, you do what you want to do, buddy. Like, whatever makes you happy. You want to make a uh, you want to make a full week of uh, Destiny podcast? Go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you. All right? <laughs> One week straight, no sleep. Yeah, twenty four seven a twenty four seven podcast where it's all, all week, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, which is fine. Just tune in and you're there. Like yeah, Destiny. yeah. Uh, no, not not even playing Destiny. Just talking about Destiny. Talking about it. Yeah, which is great. We're just be reading more. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, guys. Well, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, uh, you know, I can't wait for the next time we're on this, which I think is next week. Sorry, I had to burp. Um, I think next episode is going to be, I don't even remember. I have it here. Hold on. Something. I think we're back with the penultimate conquest podcast on Monday talking about cyberpunk and uh, your cyberpunk. Yeah. How much of a, maybe, maybe of a shit show it is depending on where you play it. We'll see. Um, have a good night guys. Bye. Yeah. Bye. You have a good night too. Bye. No problem. Bye. (laughs) Always fun being on.